let's get started with May 18th. So on May 18th, the Midheaven will be transitioning into Aries at 20 degrees in the 10th house. All right, so I see the Midheaven in astrology as the energetic tools that are needed to succeed in the 10th house, okay, generally or just just due to the transit, you know, it could be... A, it could be that you are being given tools due to a transit, or this could be just natally, you know, your natal chart. The midheaven essentially is energetic tools that you're going to need on your journeys, okay? It's like, you know, you go hiking, you got your backpack, 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 you got your backpack full of water, like, you need that water, so you're packing it with you on your journeys. That's what the midheaven is to me. It's like tools that you need on your journey, <laughs> all right? So... Backpack, backpack. Yo, I can't. Yo. <laughs> All right. Now, at 23 degrees, this is just breaking through the third deacon that is ruled by Jupiter. Okay. So, Jupiter, first and foremost, is the planet responsible for education and higher consciousness. And bluntly put, you are being advised to delve deeper into your North Node placement and learn as much as possible. So, the tools that you receive with the Midheaven, backpack, backpack. You're going to be using that on your North Node journeys, okay? this The North Node is a journey. This is like you catching a flight. That North Node is you getting on the plane to go to your flight, right? Um, the Midheaven would be you putting in your clothes in the suitcase, you know? Backpack, backpack. Like, that's how the Midheaven and the North Node work together, okay? So, with that being said... Um, you're going to be learning as much as possible um, with this Midheaven and this North Node placement, okay? Now, the third deacon, all right, in Jupiter is blessed, independent, freedom-seeking, an initiator, very creative, very analytical, and very brave, all right? So these traits are needed to be learned, okay, and developed at this time. Knowledge is power, and if you are seeking freedom, then books would be key. With every new position, you have to undergo training, and so during this time, you may be feeling like you are being trained or retrained somewhere in your life. It may be at work or your business. If you are an entrepreneur, this could be a relationship, whatever this is, there's like a retraining that's occurring. This also could be energies that were waving the white flag and, you know, they may be open to being trained and taught. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I, ooh. They want the same freedom you got. They want the blessings you got. So this could be people, again, trying to, they want to learn your ways, or you got people who want to learn your ways so they can exploit your ways. Again, take it as it resonates. Let me get back to my script. <laughs> All right, let me get back to my scripts. So, yeah, you're going to be getting trained or being retrained, or this is how it's going to feel, or this is how other people are going to be feeling at this time. All right? Um, this is, you know, obviously to remind you that you still have much to learn, especially with Jupiter. Jupiter is like a never ending, never, it's a, it's like a student for life type of energy. You are a student of life for life. All right. So Jupiter keeps expanding and teaching and that's where I'm getting, like, you'll never, you'll never know everything. And that's the whole, like, so your whole life, you're going to be seeking the truth. You're a student, you're a philosopher. This is kind of what the energy is um, indicating to me. All right. Um, you still have much to learn, especially with Jupiter. Jupiter keeps expanding and teaching. So whatever it is that you're being trained for is lifelong. OK, one thing about the 10th house, this does indicate a legacy. OK, um, you're being prepared to fulfill a prophecy and or to create a legacy. And this requires lifelong training and learning. So get used to those books or get used to whatever it is that you, you know, 
you feel called to again these are spiritual um to me this is like a spiritual calling spirit your destiny all right so this is what i feel like people are getting prepared for other people not so much but to each his own the ic will be in libra at 20 degrees in the seventh house all right so the ic in astrology governs our ancestral generations and also um generational curses all right, so with the IC in Libra, this indicates judgment and justice being had regarding someone's bloodline. So considering that the Midheaven, you know, had nothing but blessings being bestowed, and then the IC has justice energy, this is just a clear indication of generational curses that are being broken for some. This is an indication that cords are being released and cut at this time. All right, a karmic debt has been worked off. It has been paid all right, and the IC in Libra is within the third deacon that is ruled by Mercury. So this placement explains why the streets are fucking with you now, okay? All your enemies are now standing down at this time. Your enemies are now your allies or wannabes. And according to the last report with Venus, um, when Venus was in Gemini in the 11th house and the fortune was in Gemini in the 11th house on, I think this was on May 16th, with all of that being said, okay, you are attracting soul tribe at this time, whether this is in the form of friends, a lover, a protector, and of course, support with your businesses or your job, whatever. Again, be aware of liars, thieves, and of jealousy. You are protected, but keep your head up and on guard. The seventh house still deals with open enemies, okay? This could have been a generational curse that was broken, though, you know, surrounding jealousy. That could have been the very thing that you did break. So beware, okay? All right, beware. That's all I'm saying. The moon has transitioned into Aries on this day as well, um, at 21 degrees in the 10th house. So about two days ago, when the moon was in Pisces in the 9th house, there was a strong indication of spiritual gifts and protection being bestowed upon some and a, on a mundane level, this can manifest simply as you do not feel emotionally vulnerable or passive, which would result in ultimately hindering you and your goals. So with the moon now in Aries at 21 degrees in the third deacon, energetically for some, you are feeling bold, brave, fearless, and able to get over disappointments with a quickness. The energy here is very optimistic, very independent, and very blessed. It's a very high vibing vibe and indicates strength and confidence. This is a spiritual and or religious influence at play. I truly believe it's Lilith, but to each his own. <laughs> All right. And speak of Lilith, here we are with Lilith. Lilith is in Leo. <laughs> and I'm talking about energy. It's coming from Lilith. All right. But um, Lilith is in the first house the first house of Aries where the moon is in <laughs> this indicates a strong Leo and a potent need for praise okay strong ego I'm sorry very strong all right I am not sure if this energy is coming from you or perhaps someone or something outside of you okay <laughs> this also can be from someone who can't get into your energy anymore so this is twofold Leo at one degree in the first degree I'm sorry, Leo at one degree is within the first deacon, all right? And so, on a negative note, this does indicate childishness and temper tantrums. Dramatic and chaotic acts of display for attention. 
there's a selfish and competitive energy here, okay? Uh, I just don't understand why the enemies, I'm sorry, energies I'm picking up on, receiving blessings and leveling up, minding their business would be in this Lilith. I just, I wouldn't, basically what I'm saying is I can't see the, like the, ha, ha, like I was getting um the hating hoes, ain't happy, happy hoes ain't hating. I just don't see why Lilith or, I don't see why y'all would be in this childish ass energy, especially considering like we just talked about how you're feeling blessed, bold, and confident. Like if I'm I'm blessed, bold, and confident, I'm not worried about anyone else. So I just can't under like that's what I was saying with this selfish and competitive energy that I was feeling with Lilith and Leo. I don't think this is you. I think this is an outside influence. I think this is someone else coming. Like I think this is someone else's feelings. I think this is someone else's like Lilith placement trying to attack your Lilith placement. All right. Um, so I, I'm, that's what I was getting with this. Like, I just can't understand why someone who's happy would be hating. So this is definitely someone who's not happy hating on you. And they're trying to push their Lilith and Leo energy up on you. All right. Um, and I, I just found that so interesting. I'm like, that doesn't even it doesn't even match. That's how I know it wasn't yours. Anywho, on a positive note, Lilith and Leo can manifest, um, you know, as a happy person who is charming, passionate, and naturally passionate. I was picking up on the lower energies of it, but the positive energies of it is someone who's happy, charming, passionate, and you come off that way, and you are that way. Um, but I don't listen. That one is tricky. All right, and the fortune will be in Cancer at 15 degrees in the 12th house. So the energetic lottery earnings this week is a tower with the fortune in cancer all right within the second degree that could be the second deacon sorry all right and this deacon is ruled by pluto so you got pretty much pluto is bringing the tower with this fortune so people are winning towers <laughs> all right i wonder where that came from people are winning towers okay a tower for those of you who are new um is the pictorial depiction of the tower card okay in tarot that's why I keep saying tower, all right? This essentially is uproar energy, a shaking of several tables, if you will. You know, I do feel like this energy is for the Lilith and Leos, all right? The ones who are throwing temper tantrums and shit, I feel like they won a tower. Like I was saying, it's kind of like kids in the store acting up and they get their ass popped. They just won their ass whip. You know what I'm, like they thought that their temper tantrum was gonna win them a prize or a toy, what they really got, what they really won was an ass whipping. This is what I'm getting here. An ass whipping that they won. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they do need to take several seats, but we also know Leo energy rules the fifth house. And one of the things that transpires in the fifth house is gambling and risk taking. So it does look like a major loss and it's felt on a very deep and transformative and Lilith level. <laughs> This is an indication of winning um, a dark night of the soul for some. And congratulations to the ones who set up the tower for someone else's awakening, because that's really what this was about. All right. No wonder the moon and Aries gave you the balls to stand um, <laughs> to initiate a tower for yourself or for someone else. It was definitely giving me checkmate vibes. OK, so that moon and Aries Y'all, some of y'all embodied that moon in Aries and that, that helped you take down somebody's Lilith and Leo. Um, and Lilith and Leo is nothing to play with at all. I personally, I ain't, I ain't really fucking with Lilith when she's in Leo energy. All right, so that's what I have for um, May 18th of 2023. Those are the astrological updates. We're gonna go ahead and tap into May 20th. But let me stop this podcast.